Welcome, everybody, to another great episode of the Urban Paranormal Podcast, where you might be crazy to some, but, but your family, family to us. us. Hey. As usual, I'm your host, J.H. And I'm your moderator, Trent A. Johnson. Anchorman Dave R. reporting for duty. Amazon Jamencia up in this building. What up, what hey, up? Hey, hey, hey. y'all? Oh, yeah. I'm back. There you oh, go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, of course, there's some people that we're missing, but here, I'm not going to go through the names. There's so many of them, but we but miss yeah, you guys, yeah. all yes. right? Oh, yeah. And thank you guys for tuning in because we have a, whew, um, a scary, I guess, in a sense, a scary story to tell people. Yeah, very scary story. Yeah. Um, you want me to go ahead and start off? You yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. Well, let me let me start off with, with this. Mm-hmm. So I got a homeboy, uh, Lobo. Lobo. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Buckhalter, Clarence Buckhalter, his daughter is missing. Her name is Denisha Buckhalter. She's 24 years old, and she has a little bit more than shoulder-length hair, 135 pounds, 5'9". And she's missing. She was last seen May 15th. Yeah, last seen May 15th. So if y'all know her whereabouts or heard anything or have seen her, you can call 281-965-6076. Or you can call 911. Correct. Yeah. Let's get Denisha back home safely. Hell yeah. God bless her. Yeah. God bless her and her family. So... Let's paint a year because um, things are really creepy. So right now I have the chance to be, uh, to know the future, so to speak. So I'm going to go to the past and tell you the future. The year is 1976, okay? Fine year. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Super Bowl ten just happened, and um, the Pittsburgh Steelers beat the Dallas Cowboys 21-17. to 17. In that same year, our president was Gerald Ford. He didn't know that in a few more months that he was going to lose to Jimmy Carter, but he did. At the same time, it was a horrible, horrible night in general in New York City. Um, in New York City, there was a, a two women sitting in the car, just doing what they normally did in New York, just every blue moon, you know, just sit in the car, relax, talk to each other, whatnot. Just chilling out, just doing that. Yeah. Just having a a good time. And next thing you know, a guy just walks up, you know, and, um, start shooting them. 54, um, 54.54 caliber, just out of nowhere. We don't even know why or how. Yeah. That would be a 44, 44, a 44 caliber. Yeah. 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 He just, Unloaded, and he killed one of the women yeah. instantly. Okay, I'd have to pull up her name. but it's, That would be Donna Lori. There you go. Yes. And then the next girl, which they were sitting in her car, she was hit and struck in the thigh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, Just imagine that, man. Just... I know. The thing was, she got to see the guy run away and everything, and she was, oh, my God. Just to know that you're in a car with your friend. Yeah, and y'all just having a conversation, and before you know it, boom, the head's blown off. You're like, wow. "What the fuck?" Yeah, that 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 is totally that is scary, totally terrifying. Right. How do you get over something like just that? Just sitting there minding your it, business. It takes time to just you know get a you know to retrieve from that shock. Yeah, yeah. right. So I mean, I, my thing is like, man, we just in the car, just chilling, and and just out of nowhere, this type of shit happens. You yeah, know, yeah. 
I don't know how you can go on. Like, even though you're going to tell what happened, how do you cope how, with how, that? Yeah, how do you cope with it? How mm-hmm. do you become normal again? You just lost your best friend. Well, I think it's a process, you know, just like everything else. It takes time, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, therapy. It sure does. I could just be imagine being scarred like that, just sitting with my friend in the car talking. Then all of a sudden, you got glass exploding everywhere, and you feeling pain, you feeling blood trickling down your face, and you don't know why. Exactly. Just shock all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Right. And the worst part about it all, this guy who was uh, diagnosed with, I think the, I think what it's called is, um, I'm just uh, reading it out here, paranoid schizophrenic. Um, he found the perfect opportunity to use the element of surprise to, you know, shock these uh, victims while he did a perfect kill. Oh, wow. Well, um, it's, 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 it's not schizophrenic or uh, schizophrenic. Uh, how you Paranoid schizophrenic. I mean, schizophrenic. If, we wanna, if it's wrong, I would like yeah, to. Yeah, schizophrenic. Yeah. But the thing is, is that when it's he did it. Same thing. But well, I, yeah. Okay, it's in the category. Let's agree. Yeah. yeah. Yes, we yeah. agree. The thing is, they were, they were kids. They were. 18 and 19 years old. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so he targeted whatever was going on. This guy was targeting young lovers and women of a certain, that looked a certain way. Right. Wow. I think so. It was like ranging from 17 all the way to 22 to the best of my memory. Yeah. I think it was 23. 23? Thank yeah, you for correcting me, Jemetia. Well, the, the thing is, is that no one knew. Nah. No one knew. They just thought, oh my God, just some lunatic's on the fucking war path, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, but it wasn't until October, you know, a couple months later, on the twenty third. Um, actually, it was eight miles away, you know, from the uh, Queen Boroughs. There is Carl De Niro, which is, you know, in the car with his date parked mm-hmm. and whatnot, and this guy just came up directly behind him, same mo. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Shooting them. Yeah, I think I I seen an interview with him, mm-hmm. and he said he woke up in the hospital, and the yeah. cops were talking to him, and he was like, uh, "Well, as long as I get home before my mom finds out, everything will be okay." And he was like, "Dude, you yeah. shot in the fucking head." Yeah, he didn't know he, he didn't was know shot, he shot in the head. In the head. I, wow. think, I think he he died uh, moments later. No, he did no, not he die. Didn't? Oh, okay, then no, he did not die. All right, no, he yeah. survived. Thank God. Yeah, he did. Um, in his own words, he said, you know, the next thing he know, there was glass all over. He felt like the car exploded. My goodness. You know, and then, of course, like Trent said, you know, he then later on found out that he was shot. Shot in the head. Wow. I mean, now think about that. You with your girl. Yeah. And. um, Was his girl hurt? She died. Yeah, she didn't make it. Oh, man, that sucks. Yeah, she didn't make it. You with your girl, you had, you had lookout point is what they would like call it back in the day. Yeah, you right. know what I'm saying? You had look for you young people. That's where you would go to. You would drive, take your little hottie there. You would yeah. go to, and you would yeah. cop a feel and make out. And and if you were really a bad motherfucker, you could fuck. But normally, you just made it. You know, a couple bases. First base. Yeah, all First the way to second base. base let's say the wow. third base. <laughs> all right, let's do third base. Yeah, well, wow. third base didn't come along to the to the to the 80s. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> you know, you say so. Yeah. yeah. You know, third base, the group third base came along in the 80s. Okay. So, oh, yeah. But the thing is, is that you're just hanging out, man, just trying to get cop a feel, and God damn it, 
You know what I mean? He blew that man's chance away of copping the field. Yeah, and then, yeah. I mean, they could have actually really been in love. You know what I'm uh, saying? It could have been. That could have been the start of a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah. But it, it, but according to this, uh, this person, he decided to change history. Why? He changed that person's history by just yeah. taking her away. I know, right? And I, I imagine that would create a panic. It did. In, in the Bronx, what is happening in the Bronx and in, in, uh, Queens, right? Yes, yes. Mostly. it did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I imagine everybody was terrified. Yeah. Well, in the Bronx and Queens, uh, it is a very uh, low income area, and he can definitely take advantage of the urban. Um, geographical area because there's a lot of alleyways he could just disappear to and there's not a much lights. Yeah, well, and then that is I, true. I think because I've seen the, it's probably a bad urban area now. It is. Yeah, I was going to say really that. Really bad. I was yeah, going to say that but because in the 70s, there. no. No, back then it wasn't. It was not. Well, I know Queens is a little bit rough, but when I went there to New York with uh, my family, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's it's really rough now. It, yeah. Literally, it's it's drug infested, crime infested. Um, You know, yes, the property value has increased up, but then people are just desperately like eating each other like dog eats dog. Wow. Okay. Well, again, too, I've also stayed in Queens. In the 70s at that time, though, it was white. Oh, really? Yes. That's why there's no black people on this kill chart. Yeah. Oh, okay. That makes <laughs> cool. sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry for and my ignorance. Just to but... say it was white doesn't mean. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't mean. It just means they weren't our color. It was multiple races, but they weren't like the like they are today. Let's say like that. Yeah. Um, but the thing was, women were doing all sorts of things at this point because they start saying, hey, wait a minute. There's somebody out there just fucking shooting people, minding their own fucking business. Yeah, and they started yeah. mm-hmm. to notice that all the women that were targeted had shoulder length brunette hair. Wow. Wow. Some all of them. Some they said with this killer, he was trying to look for a certain girl that he wanted to get his revenge out of, theoretically speaking, but I guess he's just taking out to out of the women that looked like this woman that I guess he was trying to kill. Right, or I think probably somebody hurt him in the past. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. And he was putting that hurt back on women that reminded him. I could be, yeah, I could yeah. be okay. a woman that hurt him. That's what I get from it. No, that's. I mean, I, I get that too. A lot of yeah. a lot of seal rapists started out like that too. Exactly, you, know, right? you got the that person right. That, the person that hurt them is who they're. I mean, because I ain't gonna lie, I don't fuck with bitches that look like my baby mama. They, woo. Um. Okay. <laughs> I'm just telling the truth. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I respect that, Trey. Yeah, Seriously, yeah, I do. Yeah. And, you know, it's very admirable that you do respect uh, to that degree, too. I admire that. Yeah, I don't yeah. think that's <clears throat> respect. Right. All right, maybe common sense. Let's, right. let's say go. for another word. Yeah, I, totally. <laughs> but, you know, New York was really, everyone was really scared because they mm. felt like anybody at this point was a victim. Yeah, anybody could yeah. be a victim because the fact that there was originally two women and then there was a man and a woman. So now it then changed everything a bit from this being a female targeted situation. So well, I, even think, males, I think the target was always the woman, though. I think so. It because was because yeah. if you look at the cases and the shootings, a lot of the times the men survived. Yeah. And they it's did. more and women. He, than he made sure that the woman was dead. Wow. Yeah, but but in the first shooting, he shot a girl in the leg. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And he, I, mean, I think to me, I get what you're saying, and I'm not going to disagree. But I want to say that I think it was opportunity. 
Yes. It, it was a, he was an opportunist shooter. Yeah. Right? And he shot. Because, come on. I mean, ain't no way I'm going to shoot somebody in the head with a forty four and think, maybe he'll live. No. <laughs> but when you empty the clip and the woman gets most of the clip, that shows that you were trying to kill the woman. Yeah. Uh, but it was a revolver. Well. Yeah. yeah but, yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Well, when the woman gets most of the bullets, bullets, you know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Well, he did have a security guard background. Uh, so... It would definitely lead, theoretically, evidence that he was a good shot at doing headshots to the women that he wanted to kill. I think now, he was far, actually in the Army, too. I think, think so, too. Yeah, I yes. think he was. Yeah. Thank you for bringing that up, too. Mm-hmm. But, I was going to bring that. But, but yes, you, Jay? you're giving an, an analysis um, on a guy because you already know who did it. But the thing is, is that in New York, they had no idea. Yeah, yeah of course. I they, mean, their, their, their foreignistics was outdated at the time, but go on. But well, I'm just saying, so I'm trying to give the people... To, for them to feel the same way, you know, like those New Yorkers felt. They didn't know anything. They didn't know who did it. They didn't know all All people were doing with theorizing, hey, this man wants to kill women, yeah. and now he done shot a man. Yeah, when women with shoulder-length brunette, brunette hair. hair. So, wow. so women start to dye their hair blonde. Right. Yeah. They start to cut their hair all the way bald down there. Yeah. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Short hair. Just so they wouldn't fit the... Mo of the target, and they were yeah. they wow. were actually on the news saying how afraid they were. Yeah. Like they they were afraid. So in the all the women would do every which they should have done in the first place. But they exactly. would do everything they could do to get everything finished that they needed to get finished before the dark. Before the dark. Oh hit, wow! You know, and that's where your ass should have been in the first place. At home, in home. Right. You know, right. but I mean, you know, you do what you do, yeah. and it was yeah. just it's messed up that it happened, but. I guess that's why in the 80s and 90s, women started uh, carrying uh, self-defense items more frequently. Yeah. yeah. And taking, like, self-defense classes. I know they've been yeah. doing that down there. Yeah. And then, totally. And then, you know, I was looking at the police chief. Uh, he was saying that everybody bought a gun. During yeah. That wow. Time. Yeah. yeah. Everybody wanted to protect themselves. And protect and their protect woman. their family because yeah. it was like you didn't know who was next. Correct. Right. You didn't know wh- where it was coming from. Right, exactly. When it was coming mm-hmm. and from who. Right. Yeah. Right. That, that mm-hmm. is totally scary, man. You just got this killer just targeting young women. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's that's scary because I'm a young woman myself and I'd be really terrified. I know. Right. right. Well, here's the thing. Oh, just a month later, just Go one ahead. month later in November 27th, again in Queens, right? Yeah. These two little girls, they're, they're, they're basically sitting on the front porch. Okay. And this man walks up and asks them for directions, you know? And um, he then pulled out his gun, and he just begins shooting the little girls. Wow. Now, this is not grown women. This is little young girls. Sick fucker, man. I know. He is. Hell yes. Now, thankfully, those two little girls didn't die. Yeah. They mm. recovered from their injuries. Okay, but the thing is, too, that we've also, the first shooting, the girl gave a description. The second shooting, the man gave the best that he could give, but he didn't know because he didn't see. But these girls gave a description, and it didn't match the first description. Yeah. Now, how is that possible? Well, I mean, when you know, like when shit happens, you're afraid people see things different. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I know you've heard 
like if you come on on the scene and you interview everybody, everybody gonna have a slightly different story. Right. Like someone runs in here, robs us, and runs out, and we're like, "What the fuck was he wearing? He was wearing a red T-shirt." And you're like, "No, it was blue." You know, because we all at that moment. Right. Right. You know, I guess that would make sense to why, you know, people saw different things. Yeah, you got adrenaline flowing. You fucking scared as hell. Right. You know what I'm saying? So there you I, have it. I mean, that's. Ugh. But little, I mean, just think, man, you just at home and at the house drinking a beer, watching a game on TV, and then you hear these gunshots, you know, and you run outside and it's your daughter and her friend or whatnot. Man. For no reason. It wasn't like they was doing anything wrong. Yeah. yeah. You know? We have to track that motherfucker down, bro. I'm, man, I am Big certain. Time. I am certain that in New York there was a, a so called lynch yeah, mob. Yeah, yeah, you know, waiting to get his ass, you know? Whoever uh, this, whoever, whoever it was, yeah. This creep was, yeah. Right. And then this is when they started to, because they didn't, they didn't connect everything at first. Right. It was a while before they figured out they mm-hmm. had a serial killer. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And the only way they were able to find that out is when they matched this 44 caliber bullet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was used in every case. And right. They was like, hold on, this is, this is the same fucking gun. Wow. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know, um, and two months after that, in January, yeah, Christine Fru- uh, Fruant was sitting with her fiancé in the car parked at a train station in Queens uh, when this man walks up and basically, uh, what do you call it, ambushed? Yes. Am- yes. Ambushed him. You know, three shots hit her from behind, which killed her. I mean, God damn. Again, a lover situation. Yes, he was sitting with a boyfriend, uh, John Deal. How do you say it? John Deal. Don Deal. That yeah. is correct. Yeah. Wow. They're sitting in the car and he bust shots and he, uh, the guy panics and drives off and he suffered minor injuries. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Which now that that gives what you're saying, you know, he really focused on the girl. On the girl, yeah. yeah she really, was she was shot twice and died, mm-hmm. and he was able to speed speed off and get away. That wow. is, but just man, I just keep, I don't know why I keep putting myself when you say when you tell me these stories, Jay. Mm-hmm. I just put myself in that situation and and see myself speeding off after these fucking gunshots. Right, right. And shit. I know, I know. Gunshots from fucking nowhere. Oh yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you know wow. what's the messed up part? I mean, at the time, the police said they were looking for multiple suspects. But you got to also remember the Fornistics, you know, wasn't all that, you know, intertwined and uh, up to date for them to kind of link it is the same guy that they should be catching. It took time. Yeah, it did. And, it did. and then with that shooting, Jay, the police said they were similar, but eh, I don't think they're connected. Mm-hmm. You know they were still being hard headed. Yeah, it, still it, being I mean, hard-headed. it was kind of funny though because it was like from 1976 all the way till 1978. I could be wrong within the you know time frame of the killing spree with uh, this killer here, but you know it's just like if it's happening continuously, wouldn't common sense to these cops would just kind of wake up in their head and say, "Hey, you know these killings may be linked." Well, well to me, it seems like. Uh that's, that's just the, my opinion. It seems like that's the last thing they want to do, and I don't know why that is. Yeah. Uh, well, the reason why they don't, 
okay, you you know, you're coming off a situation that becomes really important of mm-hmm. about fear. When you had a person like Ted Bundy and right. all these different serial killers starting to emerge, you do not want the 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 public to panic okay. and freak out. Okay, you don't because you don't want them to think that this shit is about to happen again. And even the idea of them going to buy guns becomes yeah. really really frightening because now people can start shooting people because they're afraid. We've seen that happen. But yeah. what, what would be more scary, Jay? Uh, one person doing this or multiple people? To me, the, to me, the idea of multiple people, multiple people, be multiple, multiple people, people more scary. Yeah, yeah. Wow. You know, well, you know, with just when this take place, right? Just a block away, just a block away, right? One month later, in March, another woman was basically walking home from college, and he walked up on her and shot her in the face. Yeah. Oh my god. Clean kill. Didn't she right. lift her books? That's the one she lifted her books in front of the gun. She yes, she did. Okay. Yeah. And, and the and the bullet went through her her books. Her, her books, books and yeah. her gun. But I think it slowed the bullet down enough. But it still killed her instantly. It still killed her. But yeah. it slowed the bullet down enough to where the bullet stayed in her. And that's where they were able to Get this oh, forty-four yes, caliber bullet. Yes, you're right. You're right. You're you know right. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. the bullet is like right. a hot, uh, you know, knife just cleaning through as soon as you have something to slow uh, the the speed trajectory. Just like wow. iron, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Right. So in April, right? A few months later, in okay. April, right? Mm-hmm. He struck again, but this time he was in the Bronx. Ooh. Okay. Right. So he did. He, he struck. He shot, you know, and that's cool. But that was the very, and I repeat, the very first time that he introduced himself. He left a note at the scene of the crime. And the note opened up by saying, Son of Sam. No, it says, I am the son of Sam. Wow. Thank you for correcting. Yeah. That's what it said. Now, now you understand, Trent, you know, all these shootings have taken place. Yeah. It's all over the news. Everybody is freaking the fuck out, you know? And what they've been waiting for was word of yeah. anything. Yeah, what was going on. Yeah. And then before you go a little bit further, mm-hmm. that was another case of a couple together. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, spit it out. It was, I'm just saying, you oh. know, that, that last shooting, it was a, a 20-year-old tow truck driver, Alexander Esau, and 18-year-old Valentina Suriani. This yeah. is two males? No, Valentina. Valentina Suriani is a woman, oh, okay. and uh, the boyfriend is, it... is Alexander Isu, yeah, 20. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. And did they, did they die? I mean, there was a lot of attacks, no, but I didn't know. Again, Alexander o- did again, die. Again, only the woman died. Only the, the woman. woman died, yeah. Yeah, uh, Alexander did die in the scene, but yeah, the woman, you were right, Trent. Um, Sarani did, died later in the hospital. Yeah, and Esau, the guy, mm. survived, and he was able to provide another description. Which differed from the other ones. Yeah, I've seen all the, all the little uh, artist, artist composites. Okay. They all, they okay. all look different, different. but similar. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? All right. So, yeah. So they were like, see things this way, and then someone else, when they the victim, they see this well, way. Well, I, I think like it's that. according to the artist. It's right. according to the okay. description. 
You know what how I'm you relay right. information? Yeah, they look okay. similar. All of those guys, all of the, I think I seen three different composites. Right. And like I said, they were different but similar. Right. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. So basically each, what I'm saying, okay, if you look at these, either one of these could be that guy. Right. Right. Uh, the way they did things in the 70s, any fucking way, I don't know how they could match anybody fucking up with a fucking drawing. I know, right. I mean, that drawing was so general, it could be any fucking body. Right. So exactly. I don't, know, I don't know how the fuck they um, matched that shit up. But, yeah, well, it know. definitely was a Jewish white guy that narrowed down about uh, not much of the yeah, population. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah. One percent of yeah, the population. Right, <laughs> I mean, real. what the fuck? <laughs> you know, yeah. that's like trying to find out who baby that is. You know, type of shit. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know. So um, the thing is, guys, you have to know, man, that um, New York was terrified. Yeah. Um, they really were. Women were terrified, even men, uh, at this point, because they was worried about the welfare of their daughters. Children and wives and mothers, yeah, yeah and mothers, exactly. Yeah. You know, um, that's a scary thing. I mean, I would, I would do the same. I would be the same way. It wouldn't be like, oh, if I can go back and change something, it would be the same thing. I'd be with my gun. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And my kids, you, you know, you're not going outside. Take Hell care, nah, stay your ass right here next to me. Real, right? You know, I'm gonna take you to school. I'm gonna bring you back. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's yeah. it. Um, and no one's going out at night. No snacks. No, I don't give a damn if you're high. You need this. None of that shit. You're not going nowhere. The son of Sam. Yeah. That's this guy. Yeah. Wow. Apparently that's, so. That's who it is. The that's guy. what the letter was signed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they just said, he left the letter. I yeah. am the son of Sam. Yeah. Who the fuck Creepy. is Sam? The devil. Maybe Ooh. the maybe it would be short for Samuel, uh, that goat, uh, stag demon, possibly theoretically. So. Wow. But Jay, you because can because I, I didn't know that Sam was another uh, devil handle. name. Yeah, name for the devil. Right. Yeah. I did not know that either. It was in a, a book. Yeah. It was in a book. You know, um, I didn't. I didn't know. I did not. I didn't know, know that. I didn't right. know that. Either. I did not know that either. It came from a book. Yeah. I mean, so you guys at home, you understand the situation. You 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 hear some of the murders. It was a lot more shootings and attacks than this. Mm-hmm. But we're just giving you some that you can you know look up and and this is all out of respect. This is not making fun of anybody. Yeah, and this all right. happened over a summer, right? Well, not yet. It's getting ready to be the summer. Okay. Oh, okay. But, but yeah, yeah. Okay. The summer's getting ready to hit now. Wow. You hear what I'm saying? The summer is getting ready to hit. Shit about to get hot. Yeah, it's going wow. to get real. And steamy. Yeah, so. Oh, boy. Now, on that note, right, what we'll do is, right, we're going to get back into that and what the fuck is going on with this situation. Yeah. Yeah. Right? After we take a break. So what i like you to do is to like, subscribe, and share. Yes. Okay, remember, this is the son of Sam, right? Into the mind of some crazy shit, okay? When we return. It's that time of year, guys. Just in time, Tax Houston. Their services include personal and business taxes, notary, DBA assistance, free consults, virtual, and Zoom consults are available. The best part is you get a $50 referral fee. You also get a $25 discount if you show a digital or physical copy of the flyer and mention the Urban Paranormal Podcast. The address is 9894 Bissonette Street, Suite 387, Houston, Texas, 77036. Contact Crystal Terry at 832 494 
1-800-227-4080 for the lowest preparer fees in town. Also, if you would like to get your credit cleaned up, go to financialservices.com. Hey, we're back. Back, back, back. You know, and we are discussing the son of Sam. Yeah. Okay. So, um, it's kind of amazing, you know, um, all of these shootings and the police discovered that it had, all of these shootings had a couple of things in common, but the most important thing, right, was the bullet that was lodged in this woman's head. You know, they got that bullet, right? And they started, you know, checking it out. So, uh, carrying on from there, uh, the police, they got the bullet sample, and then they were able to trace it to the uh, registered gun owner, and it leads them to uh, the apartment up in Bronx, where they caught him in the nick of time, and um, it, he, it, it turns out that, it, that it, the main killer is uh, David Barokovitz, who, uh, who has been carrying a .44 uh, caliber, and they caught him at his uh, apartment in uh, Bronx. Now, details to say and uh, so forth. Um, he was um, he was the New York police uh, nabbed him on August 10th, uh, 1977. And um, Time magazine later said that he'd been planning to go to Hampton's nightclub with a semi-automatic rifle to go down in a blaze of glory. Oh, wow. so you so see, like you said, it just in a nick of damn time. So, wow, I've got a question. Yes. Mm-hmm. How did how did it how did he turn from the forty four caliber killer to the son of Sam? How did he uh, come to be known as the son of Sam? Mm, Ooh, good question. That's a, a good question. But here it is, man. He became the son of Sam because he named himself that. Okay. With when, the letter, right? When, when he dropped the letter, and uh-huh. no one quite understood what the letters were. Oh, they, wow. they actually, the cops actually like marked it off as the ramblings of some sort of madman based off the yeah. fear that was being opposed on the city at the time. Okay. But, and I say that, but, but there was other letters, yeah. you know? Yeah. And it's so weird because um, some of the things that he was saying in there inside the letter, it was using words like he was commanded to do these things. So from what I understand, the whole time this murder spree was going on, he was sending all kind of letters taunting the police and shit. Yep. Almost like he was kind of wanted to be caught or yeah. like well, most serial killers. Yeah, that's there how were, they all did it. By the way, the bullet was not the only one that led Berkowitz's arrest. Um, Berkowitz uh, used his own property registered 1974 uh, Galaxy Sedan as his getaway, but he didn't bother to, you know, steal license plate to, you know, go for his uh, to to cover his tracks. Plus, uh, later on, um, the parking tickets that he had, that's where it traced it to his house that later speeded up his uh, arrest. So this dummy used his own car. Yeah. And his own registered pistol. Right. Yes. Wow. And, wow. <laughs> and and his letter within his letter kept giving references uh-huh. back to Queens to where the original shootings were. Oh yeah. Which was originally by him. Wow. So uh-huh. everything kind of led back to him based off his own writings and that's what crazy. he did. Oh yeah. In the car, right? Well, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. That is so crazy. I would if I would not use my yeah. car. Well, I, I actually got one of his letters right here. Oh, please read it. I'm going to read a little bit from his letter. It says, 
I am deeply hurt by you calling me a women hater. And the way he spells woman is W-E-M-O-N. He switched the vowels. Like a play on demon. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Right, Mm -hmm. right. So he says, I'm deeply hurt by you calling me a women hater. I am not, but I am a monster. I am the son of Sam. I am a little brat. When Father Sam gets drunk, he gets mean. He beats his family. Sometimes he ties me up to the back of the house. Other times he locks me in the garage. Sam loves to drink blood. Go out and kill, commands Father Sam. Behind our house, some rest, mostly young, raped, and slaughtered. Their blood drained, just bones now. Papa Sam keeps me locked in the attic, too. I can't get out, but I look out the attic window and watch the world go by. I feel like an outsider. I'm on a different wavelength than everybody else. Programmed to kill. Wow. That's part of his letter. That's part of it. Now, sick motherfucker. Now, you guys at home, now look, man. Um, So you already know how the story is, right? And all these theor- the people theorize about different things, but I'm a writer. And just in the way that he wrote things, the first, the first person was one person who wrote it. But then he said he keeps me locked in the attic. What is it? He keeps me locked in the attic too? Yeah. That's another person. That's not the same person. And this man was not diagnosed with multiple personalities. Well, I don't think he was crazy. No, no, I don't think so either. Yeah. And see, I, I think that the letter within itself is a is a very telling situation that actually is in his favor. But no one in America or the world wanted to hear it because they were afraid. Wow. So they were. He did call himself the chubby behemoth or the Beelzebub. Yeah, Beelzebub. Beelzebub. Trying to enunciate it correctly, fans. Yeah. You know, so... With these letters, you know, um, you have to understand it's it's very weird because you see the writings. If you see the writings, you can basically see that the person who basically wrote this didn't have that good of an education right? and did not know how to um, present themselves in words, right? They didn't know how to, to, the way it looked. But see, here's the thing, the funny part. The moment the man was caught and you spoke to him, this was not a man with no education. This man knew how to, t- how to speak perfectly well. I mean, so the way this man spoke and the letters are two entirely different entities. Now, I'm not saying that this man is not the son of Sam killer. I am not saying that at all. I'm saying that you have to be, it's kind of stupid. To sit in the, you know, to not notice when you're sitting in the room with this man, he sounds very, very educated and very well spoken. Mm-hmm. But yes. then his writing is like a fucking two year old. Well, I mean, I kind of see it that way a little bit. But, you know, everybody's not writing to be a writer. That's true. You know what I'm saying? This is just a quick note. Maybe, maybe he's trying to be misleading. Maybe, maybe you know what maybe, I'm saying. Maybe he's trying to. Leave and then, and then I seen his interviews. He didn't seem like a of above average intelligence to me. Well, he seemed uh, like a, a regular human. 
You know what I'm saying? They they gave him they gave him a birth average intelligence. That's I didn't I didn't see that because right. I, I seen the interviews. He he, I mean, he didn't say anything that made me think he had above average perhaps perhaps huh? he was street smart and he knew how to conjure and engineer his uh plan to you know make perfect murders and to you know mislead people about his trees whatsoever could, well could be. i'm just saying as a theory i'm not saying yeah. it's a fact could be could well, let's, um, let's, let's i am also looking at the letter too and the letter almost seems like he's writing it into poetry so he's in a way trying to you know, be illiterate on purpose to mislead. Yeah. Who knows? And, and let me read a little bit more. And it says, however, to stop me, you must kill me. Attention, all police. Shoot me first, shoot to kill, or else keep out of my way or you will die. Papa Sam is old now. He needs some blood to, to preserve his youth. He has had too many heart attacks, too many heart attacks, Ugh, me. Hoot, it hurts, sonny boy. I don't know what the fuck that means. I miss my pretty princess. Most of all, she's resting in our lady's house. But I'll see, see her soon. Yes. I am the monster, Beelzebub, the chubby behemoth. Wow. Wow. <sighs> That's chilling. Oh, my gosh, there's more. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot. I'm not going to read that this, part. This yet, guy but. really got deep into his bad side. Yeah, and then I see what I see what you're saying. How he wrote it, like in the form of of poetry, a poem. Yeah, because he writes it like a short story, and yeah. you know he's just doing it like to to sell his uh, fear to the public. Like, yeah, and that's why it supports my statement based on the research that he can fall into the path of a uh, schizophrenic. Yeah, mm-hmm. and this guy uh, was a self-proclaimed uh, Satanist. I think wow. so. Yeah, it's no I think we're pretty close. Mm-hmm. Because he actually, uh, I, I watched the interview with him. He said the the he said he was just a normal guy. He got hooked up with this cult, right? <laughs> and he said he opened himself up to demonic possession through. Mm-hmm. Playing around with incantations mm-hmm. and uh, what's the other one? Uh, rituals. Yes. Yeah. Playing around with incantations and rituals opened him up to a demonic possession, and he believes he was demonically possessed when wow. he when he did okay. this. Okay. So in his interview that he gave on yeah. TV in ninety um, one, I think it was ninety nine. Well, I think they did one in 91 and one in 99. Okay. I seen the one in 99. Okay. In 91, he basically said that um, he got with this um, cult. Yeah. Okay. And uh, he saw them do rituals. They killed German shepherds and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, they they welcomed him into the fold. Okay. Now, in welcoming him to the fold, it's like a jump in if you're in a gang or whatnot. They had to do something, right? So when they welcomed him to the fold, what happened is he had to give up the uh, the pictures of his family. Wow. And they said to him, now we're your family. Wow. Yeah. So if you ever betray us. We're going to fuck your family up. fuck your family up. Wow. wow! Just with the pictures, they can do that with the pictures. Well, they know where well, they, they know who, who they yeah. are. Yeah, they know where they are. They know where he lives. Yeah. Wow! You know, so I mean, you got to think about it. I mean, so is is Berkowitz trying to make a, a create an alibi out, 
or is this truly what's really happened? I wonder. You know, uh, I think he probably know he's he's not getting out. Right. No possible way to wiggle your way out of this one. So I don't see why he would. You know, try, okay. Try I to think make an alibi. I think based on the writing. He's emotionally expressing his frustrations, but he's kind of like making a sworn, I'm going to go down in history, No, like, okay, there's no turning back if I do this, so I might as well be the killer. Or maybe oh. he's ashamed of what he did. Oh, no. That could be, okay, that could you got be a point. Ashamed. But, but let me ashamed. But let me go back to what you said way earlier, Trent. Okay. Uh, All right. When, I, when we gave this scenario, we, we don't know the future. We don't know anything. We're just looking at the shootings. Yeah. You made the statement that just based off of that, you could tell he don't like women. Yeah. You could tell that um, he was upset with women in some shape, form, or fashion. Yeah. So especially brunette women with shoulder length hair. With shoulder length mm-hmm. hair. So that yeah. means that there was a bit of aggravation there. Okay. So he's re- he's referring in the letter. He also says, "I hate that you guys say I hate women." You yeah. know, because I don't. So but now, and, but then you got to look on the play play on words that he used, women. Right. He spelled it women like demon and right. women. Mm-hmm. So, but in doing his interview, he basically stated in saying that by saying, hey, uh, I had, I was commanded to do these things. If I didn't do these things, my family would be killed. Yeah. So to me, one contradicts the other because based off the shootings and killings, just what you said, just off the top, he didn't like women. Yeah. And that's the route that he went. But then he turns around in the interview and basically says, hey, look here, guys. Um, you know, hey, I'm sorry that shit happened. I hate to have to kill, but uh, I was commanded to do so. Yeah. But you targeted a certain type of women. And then he made the lines blurry mm-hmm. when he said he was commanded mm-hmm. to where you don't know if he's talking about an entity or a human. Right. One thing for sure is he does show signs, and I'm no, I'm no certified psychiatrist, but he does show signs of schizophrenia mixed with bipolar, because of his, you know, mood things and so forth, and that kind of supports his contradictive writings and his statements. Okay, okay. So we've analyzed the situation here, and we think to ourselves at this point that the man might be retarded, right? He is. Fucking, he is fucking possessed at I don't this think point. He's retarded. I mean, well, he's he's very intelligent. I, well, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm forgive me. I'm not using retarded as a mental um, diagnosis. Situ- right. Okay. I'm using it as he's crazy as shit at this point. Right. You know. Um, and so we we have that. He's crazy. He obviously don't like women. Right. And he then says that he's part of a cult that was made that made him do these things. Now. I don't know about you guys. It looks pretty curt and dry that the man that went through shooting some goddamn, the same type of women, basically. Yeah, well, originally, you got to look at, originally, he said his dog told him to do to do all the killing. See? see? Oh, yeah. So, so the story yeah. gets even worse. You see how it changes? How yeah. can you ever wow. believe anything this man says? Kind of well, similar to the Roman emperor who was uh, crazy, and he would pay attention to his donkey who commands him to do things. But wow. I can kind of understand about, you know, the family thing, you know, if he don't do it, he don't commit these murders, his family could die. Yeah. I, I can kind of I understand mean, we, that. we can yeah. understand being held hostage to do yeah. something. Yeah. If that was the case. Yeah. That's my only thing. If mm-hmm. that statement was remotely true, it doesn't sound true to me. 
on top of that, you know, we're we're dealing with the fact that he possibly could be uh, having to deal with, quote, if he's trying to save his family, you know, maybe he's dealing with a deity like the devil, but we don't know for sure. Yeah. Right. I mean, because originally he said that it was his neighbor sending sending these messages through his dog, dog. right? His German Shepherd dog. Right. Oh, right. wow! Right, yeah. and we're not going to spoil it. We'll tell you who the neighbor is, which is very important to this story. Yeah, but um, you guys got to understand. For me, just based off, I'm not basing it anything off of what I know in the end or anything like that. I'm basing it based uh-huh. off of a note that Trent was so graciously, you know, read to us. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. and I'm basing it off the the victims and the shootings. Okay. And then I'm basing it off of the man's appearance. Now, what do you mean, Jay? This is what I mean by his appearance. Once they arrested him, if you watch it and if you guys at home remember, he, he was smiling. He was smiling. He wasn't phased. Yeah. All right. He was not phased. The people came, the lynch moms and everything, cussing him out. The man was smiling. All right. I mean, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> If if you that was the devil inside right. of him smiling probably it, most likely right? could have very well been yeah but I'm just saying that that smile does not really you know give me what I want I want to know did you do this or did you not well clearly the smile says hell yeah I did it and I'm proud of what I did yeah but well, in the letter he says he doesn't want to kill he's not happy about that. Well, you know, maybe say, he had mixed emotions. They say the devil is the great yeah. deceiver, so you know, or the devil is a great motivator to push them into sin. Yeah, never heard that one, but well, think about it. If you're driven by emotions, you're you're now thinking irrationally. The devil knows that the human mind is a very complex uh, being that that goes more on to now the fallacy and the security thing. Uh, so what happens? Right. You could be manipulated. Exactly. Yeah. To do Thank wrong. you, Jade. That's yeah. exactly okay. what I was going to go in. Yes, I, I know what you were trying to say. Yes. So, and so, then totally different, you know, it's right. kind of the same way. Same thing like the Night Stalker. It's just basically the same way. Well, yeah. Same yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of what it is. Go yeah. with what you were saying, Trent. Okay, so like I said, he said his dog told him to kill at first. Crazy. But then he, he recanted that shit. He was like, okay. the dog thing was all a hoax. He said he was part of a violent cult that led him to do these crimes. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So so let's let's discuss that here. Let's discuss that right now. All right. Here. Let's just talk about that. So remember, I'm pointing out the situation. I think he's full of shit, right? But uh-huh. now I'm now I'm gonna turn it to this way. Okay. What if all of the shit was to make you think he was full of shit to save his own life and family. Mm-hmm. It, it could all everything he could have said actually had actually been real, except for the the, the fluff he put on top originally. I mean, any, anything. I can kind of see why all you're of that shit that. is possible. You mm-hmm. know what right. I'm saying? It is because he could have truly been afraid yeah. that um, he his family was going to be injured. And with that being said, like I was telling you earlier, I didn't know. I found out today. I watched one of his videos when they was talking and I don't know what it was for, but this happened. He did make the statement that he can't talk anymore about, he couldn't say the name. Well, the the thing about his family, I don't know what family because he was adopted. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? And he had right before the killing started, I think he reached out to find his, his real mother Mm -hmm. and he was able to find her and, 
He was like they had an okay relationship. So I don't know what. Oh no, his dad, the dad who adopted him. There's the pictures with him, and that's what he gave him. Okay, well, yeah, it's the dad who adop- the guy who adopted him. Okay, so I, I guess maybe that's well, well, yeah. What picture they had? You yeah, know that, that's, that's 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 his own words. They even showed the picture, you know, in the interview. Um, yeah. The thing is, is, what I'm saying is that it's like maybe he was telling all this bullshit at first because he was trying to protect his family and the reason he's smiling because he can't look like oh man it was it was oh my i didn't mean to do this he didn't want to look that way because maybe you think like this here you're the cartel or a crime boss or whatever Mm -hmm. case and this person goes to jail for you you want to see if this person can hold water basically mean not talk Right. If this person is over there crying and looking crazy, I didn't mean, and all of that shit, you are definitely going to send a hitman out there to kill him in the middle of the night. Yeah. Well, well, the thing about being able to control things like that, mm-hmm. I think like sometimes shit can surface on their own. Like, what do you mean? I mean, like you could not even be thinking about smiling, and it and it'll happen involuntarily. Oh yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. okay. Like this is the true you coming out without you even trying to. To put it out Trying there. to put it out there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know you done been somewhere and it been a fucking joke that you shouldn't have laughed at. Right. But the real you laughed at it and you like, oh shit, right. I'm sorry about that. I didn't mean that shit. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Right. Involuntary. So may- maybe that could have been the case. That could have right. been. A strong, a strong observation based on, you know, these facts. He probably could have been at the moment at different time periods, you know, that whatever he was uh, feeling... He could be smiling to disguise, like what you said, Jay, you know, his sad or his fear whatsoever. And then he could be making up another story to cover up whatever so that, you know, people would be less likely to suspect that he's instigating something else. So he's just covering up one lie after another before they can finally get to the source. Correct. I, like I said, and that's what I said. I believe that I'm well, not believe. It's not belief. I'm just giving this out we're, for we're you guys. Le- it's leading up to right. I, I'm just giving it for you guys in two areas here. One, it sounds like bullshit. But then, what if it's not? What if mm-hmm. he said all those lies in the beginning just to protect his family from the cult that he was actually with? That, that probably could have been the case. That, you know yeah, could have been. That, that is a, 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 a definite ongoing theory. It could very yeah. well be. Well, you know they got this new uh, Netflix documentary about it. Okay, mm-hmm. and it's all about that where he's they're trying to connect this guy, the son of Sam, and the Manson killers. Oh, oh yes, like they were all part of the same big international cult. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. So this guy, I forgot his name. You had his name. This the, uh, the reporter. What was the, the reporter? Name is Murray. Terry Murray, Murray, something ah, like mm-hmm. that. Terry Murray. And he was saying this shit is all connected. And even though the son of Sam is in jail, the, the son of Sam still exists. The cult. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, the cult is. Um, <clears throat> it, it, his name is Terry uh, Murray. And he was very crunk uh, about finding this guy. I saw him on everything, man, from all these different TV shows when I was a kid. He was just always going on about this. Well, the Manson situation, right, it was called the Charles Manson, and it was the family, okay? Well, in England, there was a group, and it was called The Process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then The Process was a cult group and all of these different things, spiritual group. And then it came, they sent out people to America, 
Mm-hmm. And in America, it got really big, and it was all over. And it's supposed, it's said, and I don't know how true it is, but the leader of that group ended up meeting and talking with Manson before the Manson killings. I heard about that, yeah. Right. So, and this is how they connected the two dots that the family, the son of Sam Colt, is actually called the children. Yeah, the children. So, so it fit the same thing. Now, you have to think about how how that really works out. So what you're telling me is that the most famous killings of all, Charles Manson, mm-hmm. right? Those killings were actually part of the Son of Sam situation too. Basically saying that this was an organization that was spread out over the United States from you know uh, from California to New York and on. Mm-hmm. And these people were executing people, mm. all right? Now, think about how scary that is. So all around you, if you came up when I came up and you was at the airport, you remember those guys that was bald like David and they had the little sheets on them and they used to do that stuff and they'd ask you about your religion and shit, if y'all guys remember that. Just imagine those guys just pulling out a gun and shooting you. You know what I mean? That's what was going on. These hippies were basically sent out to kill. Okay, so what about these guys, these brothers? John and Michael Carr. John and Michael Carr. That he fingered. He was saying that they were big parts of the cult that he was involved in. And their dad, John and Michael Carr, is Sam. Was actually named Sam Carr. Right. Okay. So see guys, we're we're almost at the break point, but I'm glad he brought that up. Let me yeah. tell you. you so you want to know where the name comes from. And you hear the letters. So now you go back and do what I said. Read that letter again properly. And when it used the word two, it doesn't use, for someone with no education, they would have just put the word two, O, T, O. This man put two, T, O, O, which means someone else. And it just so happened it's only written in two people's, you know, way. And it just so happened that this neighbor who had, who, who said the dog, he was getting the stuff, right? The neighbor was Sam Carr and his two sons, okay? Are both cars? Yeah. Are both people of interest? John and Michael. John yeah. and Michael, right? Car, and it's the letter is written, "Son of Sam." Yeah. I'm the son of Sam. He tells you the life in the situation, and he talks about the heart attacks his dad have, which is Sam Car, who had heart attacks. Now you think about that. You really yeah. think about that for a second. Now, now remember. So what? What do you think, Jay? You, do you think he's telling the truth about that? I do. Okay. I do. Because the, both of these uh, car guys, uh, both of them died. Yeah. Violently. Yes. One in a car accident, one one left the town and went up upstate and got killed. So they they were never, like, uh, charged with anything. They were, they were not even on the police radar. They were on, they were on the police radar. Oh, they After were. After he... I think Fingered them. Well, yeah. I'm talking about that first. No, no, he wasn't. Yeah. That wasn't now, at all. Now, that's the kicker. So you guys at home, take pay attention. There were three composites drawn, and each one is different. One matches David. The other two matches uh, the two brothers. That is odd. Now, here's my theory on it. 
I believe, yes, David was part of it. David was there. I believe they used David Gunn because David was an ex-Marine, I mean, in the military. And he had Mm -hmm. a gun. He had that gun. And he gave it to them to use on the scene, and they did it. I believe it was all three of them, and I believe one of the brothers, which was uh, the car brother, um, John, I think it was, or whatever his name was, Mm -hmm. I believe he's the one that wrote the letter. That's that's possible, and... Here's what I think. Mm-hmm. I think instead of him giving the gun, I think they did it as a team right. because it took people to watch out. Uh-huh. You need to look out. Mm-hmm. You the, need somebody I, to make sure the coast is clear. Well, that's what I meant by saying he gave him the gun. It's yeah. like I give you the gun, okay. but I'm watching. Okay, for you. yeah, yeah. So that's what I think. Uh-huh. I think he was. For, at, for, I mean, that's one of them. For him to get away so many times, mm-hmm. somebody probably had to be waiting in the car, car or something. Yeah, you know, what I'm which, saying? which, in, in one of his interviews, they asked him the people he killed. They start naming all the people, and he said no. He did. He did one or two. Yeah, I, think. I seen that one. Too. Right. Yeah. You know. So I do believe. And they was asking him, did he pull the trigger at this? And he was yeah, like, no. Nope. But he didn't say a name. Right. He just said, no, I didn't pull the trigger here. Yes, I pulled the trigger there. Yeah. Wow. You know, so either or he would have still did life. So I don't know why he would lie. Yeah. So that's just kind of funny. But I tell you what, guys, we are going to take a break. So what I want you to do is I want you to tip us. All right. I want you to tip us, man. I mean, we need it. Oh, you yeah. know, we sit here. Yeah. We sitting here with damn lights on and shit. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm um, so send it, you know, to us at uh, dollar sign DSB media okay, on cash so. app. Okay, and uh, let us know what you think about a story, if you have a story that you want us to do, or if you want to be on the show, or if you want to um, be a sponsor of the show, you know, you can email us at urbanparanormal13 at gmail.com. Okay, and while you're trying to, you know, do all that shit for us right now, we'll be back right after this. What's up, it's your girl Sabrina the Model, and I am listening to the Urban Paranormal Podcast. What's up, man? It's your big brother, K. Reno, and right now, y'all are checking out Urban Paranormal Podcast. Yeah. Hi, I'm Tom Sizemore, and I'm listening to Urban Paranormal Podcast. And we're back, okay? So we're back to talking about the son of Sam, David Berkowitz, right? The 44 caliber killer. 44 caliber killer? Yeah, I haven't heard that in a long time. He had another name, uh, Johnny Wheats, Johnny Johnny Cereal, some shit. I think I, it was Johnny Cereal. Johnny Sewer. Johnny Sewer. No, I don't think that. It was like like Johnny Cornflakes or some shit, like some weird ass name. Cornflakes? Yeah, I thought Jay would love that name. Nah, I don't don't, don't remember that. And then the 44 Killer, I forgot all about that name. Um, But, you know, here's the thing, guys. I I just went, I just remembered, okay? So the problem, uh, another problem with the investigation was everybody was like wanting to be the first person to break this story. Everybody wanted to show the world that they they had communication. They had they knew who this guy was. And what what great thing would it be for a serial killer to contact you and you're a reporter? Well, that's actually what happened with um what's his name? Breslin, say it again. Um uh Jimmy Breslin. Jimmy Breslin. So basically the son of Sam sent him a letter. And Jimmy Breslin did not give it to the police. Oh, Lord, no. You know how the police found out? How's when that? The, when, the po- when the paper was released, <laughs> when the paper was released for the public, you know, that's when the police found out, like, goddamn, this damn boy been contacted by, the, by he didn't tell us nothing. So, and if you really pay attention to the to all of the, the words and different things, you know, you could see that he's saying something. But the funniest part to me 
about it is is that when that paper was printed, that letter, you know, you, if you take a look at other letters that was written, mm-hmm. they don't really match. Well, well, speaking of letters. Oh, go ahead. You, let me get into this one. Uh-huh. I found that name I was trying to come up with a second ago. Mm-hmm. So this is one of the ton in letters that he sent that Jay is talking about. It says, this is from the son of Sam. Hello not, from the gutters. Not knowing what the future holds, I shall say farewell, and I will see you at the next job. Or should I say, you will see my, my handiwork. Whoa. At the next job, remember me, Miss Loria. Thank you. Mm-hmm. In their blood and from the gutter, Sam's creation, dot 44. Here are some names to help you along forward them to the inspector for use by NCIC. So these are the names he called himself. The Duke of Death, the Wicked King Wicker, the 22 Disciples of Hell, John John Wheaties, Rapist and Suffocator of Young Girls. PSJB, please inform all the detectives working the slings to remain. To remain. I think. To well, remain. That's that's yeah, what it, it is. It cuts off on Daily News, I mean, New York. So that's that's what I'm saying. So now Trent is watching it on the screen, guys. You don't see that at home, but he's actually watching this on the screen. And my whole argument is is that there are multiple people because that's this letter that Trent written. That, that Trent just read to you is written well, is well. There's no misspellings. There's nothing. It is written well. Where in the first letter is written like a two-year-old. Okay? So there has to be something there. there you don't write like a two-year-old. Even in disguising, the letter is written in a different uh, dialect, one, and it's is is written very different as in the letter. You know, I'm not that guy who identifies letters, but I can clearly see that though that is written different. Can I use my for instance? Well, loss, this letter looks little... like it it took a little time. He he had time to sit down and write this letter. Well, okay. based on the, the other one may may have been written in a rush. That was a long rush. Yeah, I mean because sometimes, you know, I know how to spell. You know, I know how to write. Right. Do you? Yeah, yes, I do. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But what I'm saying is mm-hmm. that sometimes, like when I'm doing my research, like names and shit, I write them how they sound. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Even though I know how to spell this. I've seen you do that. Yeah. I, will, I will write them how they sound right. so I won't have no problems, problems in reading them during the podcast. Well, So okay. maybe it could be something like that. It could be. You, you know could what be I'm right. saying? You could be right. There is a possible theory of the reason why he was writing differently is so that uh, he could confuse the police to think that uh, the writer of the letter was was a different person. So it Maybe. could, you know, slow down the police tracking him. But, but like, then again, I or, this is just a theory. Or like Jay says, multiple people. Multiple people. But, you know, we, we were led to believe that, okay, he didn't add any, you know, identity association disorder. The only clue that we have in his mental case is schizophrenia. Yeah. Well, I don't even see a clue of that, to be honest. Yeah. But yeah, because in his interview, like Jay said, he seemed intelligent. Yeah. You know, he didn't seem above average to me, but he yeah. seemed like an intelligent, regular mm-hmm. person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, in, who uh, knew right from intelli- wrong? Yeah. Intelligent people can be schizophrenic too. 
Oh, yeah. of course. Yeah. Of so course. that's one. Uh, that's one thing that will support his schizophrenic personality. Yeah. Right. I'm just saying I didn't see that in his personality when he was talking. Right, I didn't see it either. I mean, so he was just well spoken, and yeah, he, he was a regular yes. person. He was just a regular a guy, person. Mm-hmm. a regular person, just being able to um, speak speak clearly and understanding, mm-hmm. you know, and had a well grip of you know of understanding of what the hell was going on. This is not someone that's mental, um, right? That believes that. Um, you know, um, King Arthur is real. I'm just, I'm just, right. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you know, this, good one, yeah, this, this is, this, King this, Arthur was based on, don't know, hey, hey, no, hey, no, hey, no, hey, no, hey, no, 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 I'm just saying that this guy, this guy was well together. Okay. Now, could that be because he had so much time in jail to get it together? Maybe he's on medication now. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just saying that when you take a look at the interviews and, and you put them side by side with the, letters that was written you will see a complete change yeah. mm-hmm. now with that being said with the two car brothers okay he wrote a letter well he didn't he didn't he's even a letter writing motherfucker. Well, well, he actually didn't write this letter he typed it yeah, and same he, shit. yeah he typed it yeah. to terry moore he was already in prison mm-hmm. and he said it don't matter he said look because the car brother who the cars are dead no one is going to believe you no matter what you do. That's what he told the man, yeah. right? And um, was true. Which was very true, yeah. yeah. You know, because the two brothers are dead, you know. And did de- you know, Jay, I don't mean to cut you oh, off, no. but you, besides the Carr brothers, mm-hmm. there were 19 other people that were connected to Berkowitz, like accused of being in this cold or whatever, right. friends and shit. Oh, wow. That died. Oh no! Since Berkowitz has been caught, and they all died from uh, unnatural causes. Oh wow! Either murder, mm-hmm. suicide, uh, accidents, mm-hmm. all kind of shit. And the interviewer, you know, in 2017, asked David about how he felt about this, and he was like, "Hey, we were all in league with the devil, and shit. That shows you what the devil can do. Price to pay. Yeah. Wow. Um." And see, that's so you guys at home. So I was building up a situation here to say maybe that there was more than one. Maybe it is very true. Maybe David did not lie. I mean, he lied, right, to protect his family. But the actual truth was he was in a cult. He really did do it with a couple of people. He really he really was commanded to do this by a group. Yeah. And I believe a part of initiation because he makes a statement that you know, he they had to give him. I mean, he had to give them pictures of his family. Yeah. Well, if I've joined a gang, I don't have to give you a picture of my family. That's it. I got to get jumped in. I, or, or how they say that 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 whole bullshit about you had to go and um do a crime, do a crime of some sort. So, what better way to jump you in a gang, a cult? than to actually commit murder. Commit murder. Yeah. Well, right. I think the motherfuckers, if it was a cult, I think the motherfuckers scattered like roaches with the lights on. And yeah. David Berkowitz mm-hmm. was getting caught was the lights getting cut on. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? And he took the fall for all of Yeah, them. and the motherfuckers were like, hey, we got to disband, hide, whatever the fuck we got to do. Right. Exactly. And he yeah. was terrified, and he would not say a name. And the moment that they found out 
that he was talking because it started being on television. Yeah. He ends up getting his throat slashed. I was just about to ask you about that. Yeah. Wow. He, he, he you know, once, see, he, they're talking to him through letter, through typing. And but once it became public that the man was actually talking, David, his throat ended up getting slashed. I don't know what was the whole, but it did get slashed. And he refused after that to talk to anybody. Yeah. All right. That tells me the man is afraid. Until 2017. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Probably the person who stabbed his or cut his neck is probably dead now. He's like, know, he, right? you know, he knew who it was, you know. Yeah. Now let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, or his family is uh, uh, safe now. Um, but I, I just think that it's it's pretty clear. You know what? I didn't see it yet, but What's I'm that? going to watch it. The Netflix pre- presentation. Oh, okay. But I just I read it before the show. And you pretty much got all the information. It's just old boys. It's really the uh, Terry, Maury, Maury Terry. Yeah, it's really his his story. Well, the thing is, guys at home, I would like y'all to to, to watch it. Just watch it because it it, it gives you um, possibilities. Yeah, a lot of them that people are um, ignoring. The cops, you you know, in this world that we live in, sometimes. If you are, let's just say, an elected official, right, and these guys are committing all of these kick-in burglaries, right, you're going to tell your, the person up under you, I want this handled right now. I'm up for re-election. So the very first person that they capture, they put all of these burglars on, bur- burglaries on top of and say, we got him. And that makes the voters feel safer that you're yeah. doing your job and therefore You've they both- you done your job. You got right. the killer off the street. Right. Yeah. And that's what I think in his situation, I think is a strong possibility, right, with the cops and the different things. I, I do think it's a strong possibility that that's what was taking place. Yeah. You know, you just had the Manson situation. You just had a, so much things that were, I just gave you all the good side of the things that were kind of going on. But there was a lot, man, from Manson and on. So much And they stuff. tried to connect in this documentary- they connected Manson and uh, mm-hmm. Berkowitz. Right. According to they the uh, 2017 interview about his mental state, this is what Oxygen.com is reporting. The killings, including a schizophrenia, attention deficit disorder, and hallucinations. He said that uh, he was a converted Christian in communication with um, a demon called um, Samhain, a demon entity. He said wow. that things were getting very real. The shootings were a break from reality. He added, I thought I was doing something to appease the devil. I am sorry for it. The, and wow. that's what I wanted to get into. Okay. That he's a Christian now. I highly doubt it, but let's go dig der- deeper. Yeah. Well, I mean, why, why, do why, why do you doubt it? Yeah. I mean, if the man says he's a Christian, why can't he be a Christian now? Well, okay. Please look at me as a skeptic for okay. once. Okay. Now, if he now he can say he's the word out of a Christian, but if he's not a practicing Christian, then you know all it is is just a name and a title. Well, that he's saying said, he's a, he's he's doing work in the, in the jail, jail as a Christian to as save Christian. others. After his his in, one of his inmate buddies reached out for him to be saved and introduced him to Christ. Mm-hmm. Right, okay. right, right. Of now he's supposed to be doing all this holy work in jail. Yeah. Okay. After you done murked a bunch of motherfuckers. I, I will, is that possible? I, I think it, it is. It is possible. I think so too. It is possible. I don't but know. but the thing is is that I haven't seen any reports that he has been doing some progression to build up for it. You know, people can 
and genuinely say, okay, I am sorry, but then, you know, I still have my intentions whatsoever due to the, you know, horrible crimes he did. Now, must this man be forgiven? Of course. But, you know, he still has to pay the consequences due to the horrible crimes that he has done uh, injustice to these poor souls. Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, I, I hear you, David. I was just thinking of, like, trying to figure out all you're saying. But here's the thing about that. There is a record that's stating that he's worked toward being a Christian, all right? Okay. There, there's a father, there's a priest that, that he's worked with. There's okay. all of these different things. Okay. And he's not asking to be let out of jail, okay? Mm. Now, that's the thing. He's not asking to be let out of jail. So, of course, he knows he's going to pay for his crimes. Fine. Right. Okay? But at the same time, Trent says, can that be possible? At the same time, there's other killers that come in or people that come in that will have the second chance to get back out on the street. So if he's in jail preaching the good Lord, you know, if you believe in that sort of thing, he's preaching the good Lord to change that person. So when they get out of jail, they don't do this crime. I think that's a positive move. I so, think, so do you think he's it, sincere? It can be. It can be a positive. I think he move. is. Uh, now, <laughs> just no to shit. turn, yeah. just to turn things. You really think he's sincere? I think he's sincere because okay. because not being sincere don't mean he's going to get any free time. He, well, he's, he's in there forever. He's just making a change in his life. Okay. Jay, me and you've okay. been to jail. Okay, right. How many dudes you see in there come turn Muslim and? Soon as they get out, they write back on the bullshit. You but, know? but but I, I've <laughs> you know seen that too. But he never getting out, so he gonna stay on that bullshit. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. So probably because he know that. So right. based so based on the documents and based on the evidence that you have seen, mm-hmm. this now proves that yes, he is sincere as a Christian. I, you know what? I believe you. Well, it's well, actually well, it's not documents. It, it's an actual a, a video you can pull up. A video where he's this is good. being interviewed and he's. Telling all of this shit. Well, the, you know what? The, 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 there's, a, there's, a, there's a father and a priest that backs him that's been working with him all that time. Yeah, um, yeah it's, it's a lot. But here, it, doesn't, right. it doesn't even matter to me if he believes it, okay? It doesn't even matter if he's real or fake. The thing is, through a lot of fakeness, all right, you think about Pat... Well, I want to say Robertson. That's not his name. But anyway, like 700 Club and all right. these different preachers that was found to be fake. Even though they were fake... They right. helped a lot of people, you know, like okay. helped a lot of people come out the pocket. I mean, yeah, they, okay. they might have did. Okay. They might have did that, too. But you know what I'm saying? Even even so, you can still he, somebody watched him on TV and thought to themselves, God, you're right. And and change their life. Yeah. Well, even though that person is fake. Well, Berkowitz is 67 years old today. Uh-huh. He's at the Shawangunk Correctional Facility. Hudson Valley. In the Hudson Valley. And uh, he said, uh, asked about the murders. He said he declined to talk about it. And he said, because the Lord has taken all my sins and thrown them into the depths of the sea, as the scriptures say. Amen. Wow. Never be reminded anymore. Yeah. Well, you know what? I understand it. And I'm going to tell you why this is very, very, very dangerous for people. Religion has a way of making you a particular sheep. So when you think about, you know, the Manson killings, you know, the family, you know, these Sam, these are all so-called spiritual, you know, believing people that that believe that their thing was right. You could tell them to do anything for that belief and they would do it. And that makes people very, very, very dangerous. They don't, their common sense don't overlook the fact of the spiritual 
thing. It doesn't common sense have to play a part in here because of it. You know, you wouldn't have all those thousands of people taking a juice, dying. You wouldn't have Manson people going to kill. And now you have David Berkowitz. So he was bad already as a ritual situation, but now he's being a Christian Yeah, yeah as a Christian situation. And I got a little more David. info on this dude. So he said, instead of being known as the son of Sam, he wants to be known as the son of hope. And apparently the son of hope wrote a book called son of hope. The Prison Journals of David Berkowitz. This was in 2006. And it's featured on his website. Apparently, he has a website okay. run by his supporters. Okay. Uh, and he, uh, wow. he, cont- he contributes to school-based projects mm-hmm. for students in uh, psychology. psychology, criminology, and sociology who want to learn more about the criminal mind and the criminal justice system. Wow. I, I honestly got to is... say, got to the damn. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would say that. Right. Wow. Complete 180 turn, I think he's going to be saved. I don't yeah. know about 180. He well, probably demon. Look, he's still on demon time. He, can't wait. <laughs> he probably can't wait to kill another motherfucker. But look at this, though. Demon time. I hold the Christian yeah, probably, word in time. Yeah, I yeah, think, right. I think he's probably still on demon time, bro. Right, go ahead. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's just crazy how, okay, you go to jail now. I'm God. I'm godly. And I, I don't believe the motherfuckers like that. <laughs> well, you know what, Trent? Here go to one thing you can do. You could walk off in there. You can go visit him at the prison. I wouldn't want to. Do oh, that. I'm just saying you could do it, and you can take a 44. Yeah, I know, and, and right? put that shit on the table and show him he that woman. Flashbacks, and, and show, right. show that woman over there with that short hair and be like, "Wow, you see, what, see what he does." That's crazy, bro. He, just but to here's test the him here's out. another thing, though. Did y'all know that this guy David Berkowitz is he's there's the uh, the son of Sam statue. No, I did really? not know that. Yeah, uh-huh. he's he's the reason why serial killers can't make money off their crimes. So it's Holy it's called the son, it's called the Son huh. of Sam statue. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So it's no like idea. a statue statue or no, just... no, like... no 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 it's a like a law. It's a law. It's a law. It's a law. To where gotcha. serial, serial killers can't make money off their crime. <laughs> You know when she said that all I saw myself was Dan Berkowitz standing up <laughs> like this like here. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's crazy. But no, it's a, it's a law. So okay. <laughs> yeah. Um well, when you think about it, man, I mean, they had to have that law. I yeah. mean, because I've always wondered that, and I always felt like the money that they make, it should go to the families of the victims. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't become rich and famous while you're in prison and shit. I'm pretty sure they got ways to sneak around that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. You know, some. I mean, because, you know, People coming in, giving you interviews. Yeah, I'll do an interview with you. I know you get, you know what I'm saying? Just give it to my family. Yeah, give it to my family or just put it on my books. Right, 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 right. You you know what I'm saying? I mean, (laughs) shit, that's just bottom line. You got to have to do that. Right. You know, but you guys at home, you have to think about this. You know, there was a fucking killer stalking the streets of New York in the 70s. I mean. Had the whole city in a panic. I mean, can that still happen? I mean, in in our yeah, in our time, you know, in the two thousands era, we had the sniper going around, sniper from Washington D.C., and we saw in just the two thousands that this city this can still be held hostage by a killer. I mean, that was a little while back though. 
I think tech, technology has advanced a lot I since then. So I think it might be a little safe. Bit more difficult, a little bit different. Mm. But you know, you know, people find ways around everything. Jackie. Yeah, they do. You know what I'm they saying? Do. Just I don't want to keep bringing up the jail, but you know how you in jail, you got guys making fucking incredible inventions out of fucking toilet paper mm-hmm. and coffee creamer. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So humans find a way around every fucking that, that, thing. That's my point, that, yeah. that we've seen it happen, and the world was held hostage by this particular guy. Now, if we if we trade places with this guy and, the, and, and everything, take the guy and the 44 out and replace the guy and 44 with COVID. Wow. Holy oh, cow. That would be... Now that's the same thing. You you the whole country was up is up in arms about this. So it is very, very, very likely that a killer could emerge again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Doing the same thing and have this country. They probably operating right now, buddy. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know. Uh, Recruiting new ones. I mean, so anything can anything can happen. I mean, I just I'm just really afraid for it. And we, we, we brought this to you guys just to educate you a little bit on it, to talk about the cult aspect of it, because this cult aspect uh, kind of ties into a few episodes that we did. But this one particular episode that we did was talking about the Texas killing fields. Oh. And in this particular episode that we talked about, it was this one little girl that was 14 years old who came home. And... Um, that was it. When her family came home, she her purse was still there. The door was not kicked in. It was just open, and she was gone. And people gave theories that it was an occult. It was a cult that worked there and did these things and took her, okay? And she ended up in the killing fields. So my point by bringing that up is that what, what, what triggered me is that cults, satanic cults, are still active in America oh, today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, Got because— that right. If you got people that believe in God, you you gotta you gotta fucking know there's just as many people that believe in the devil. Mm-hmm. Correct, and and by saying that, we have to understand. So Trent and I, we were sitting here trying to figure out who this particular guy was, and this guy was a rich Hollywood producer, and um. He had a mansion and it had 72 rooms and shit. And I want to say his name is Raiden, Roy Raiden. Mm-hmm. And um, he was a cult in the cult. And um, it was a very horrible cult. But it turns out that in this particular cult, they right, tried to connect uh, Berkowitz to this guy. Right. Yeah. They tried to connect. And he was a big, a big leader within the cult. Correct. So this guy gets arrested for something. I don't even know what the fuck it was. For. He was he was fucking over women. He did something. One one lady, an actress, she went to one of his cult parties where they were having orgies, Ooh. and she didn't want to partake. Oh, that's right. She didn't want to partake in the orgy, so she called rape. Yeah, they, and they came and arrested this guy. Yeah, they found the cult room. They said it was one room. It was like a big bed, and there was no other reason. But for that room, but to have orgies, right? It was like proof that he was a cult leader when they got there, right? Uh, so, wow. so he went to jail for rape, basically. Yeah. And once he was in jail and everything like that, he gets out. Well, guess what? 
he has been brought out now that this yeah. guy is actually a cult leader. Okay. And so now they got him wanting to talk to him about this occult situation. And before he can really spit out what was what, ends up dead. He disappeared. Yeah. He ended up dead. You know? Um, and that shit is fucking horrible. Yeah. You know? And he was he was he was potentially a big Hollywood producer, but he was able to secure funding for the movie The Cotton Club. Correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a producer on that movie. And right, that's he, he Francis Ford Coppola, I think, was it? Yeah, Francis Ford Coppola. Yeah, and it was some type of dispute or something over money. Right. And right. they tried to say that's... Because it, it like $33 million, yeah. they were trying to say. And remind you people, at 1970-something, that shit was a lot. Yeah, yeah. shit, that's a lot of money, right? Well, now. well actually, it was actually, For 19, me. It was actually 1983, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Like 1983, but yeah, yeah, that was a lot of money. Um you you have to to know that the world was so when when David was doing what he was doing and he said that he wrote the letter and said I'll be back right you have to understand that that's when it was dubbed right then okay it was dubbed the summer of sam and the reason why it was dubbed the summer of sam because all of the night stores discos and different things because of the anniversary and that summer they closed up because they didn't want no one murdered yeah. And that's when it became The Summer of Sam. Spike Lee had a movie about it oh. called The Summer of Sam. Yeah. yeah. Starring yeah. John Leguizamo. Yeah, I remember him in, in that. I think I watched that, but I didn't yeah. watch it. But yeah, you know, so you have to really think about those things, guys. Um, it, it's It's frightening to know that you can be sitting next to a serial killer to my left. Or to my right. Or to my right could be a spree right. killer, you know? And, and, you know. Possibilities. Yes. Absolutely. Anyone can be these things, you know? And we just got to hope and pray, you know, every day. You just hope and pray for the goodness comes out of everybody. That when you wake up in the morning, you choose good. Well, I think the majority of people are good. Mm-hmm. But there exists that 0.1%. Right. Of motherfuckers that are born bad, fucked Evil. up, or made fucked up, or created, yeah, like a recipe, yeah, yeah. That's a good, that's a good point. Recipe yeah. for recipe. a fucking demon. Yep, right for real. You know, so that's a good podcast topic. What yeah. is the recipe, recipe of a serial killer for a demon? Ah, yeah. Recipe wow. for a demon, recipe for a serial killer. killer. All right, new well, ideas. Well, yeah. Let me let me give y'all this one here because I think I need to hear this one. Let's hear it. Arlise Perry, right? And they had her up under ritual killings. She was 19 years old, and she was a bride only two months. And she was um, at Stanford University, and she was murdered in uh, October of um, 13, 1974. Um, and it was very, this was very important to David because David actually had this book and he wrote that over top and he sent it to this guy who was researching everything. Um, not sure. I think Terry Murray. Terry he, Murray. She, that, that's who he was. That's who he was. So when they found her body inside of the church. Okay. Oh yeah. I heard about that. One. Yeah. Her body, her body was underneath a pew. Oh yeah. That was fucked. Right. She was. She was naked from the waist down with her legs spread apart. Did she have a candle? 
Yeah, yeah. There were two large altar candles that were about five feet in length. One of them was inserted in her vagina. The other one was rammed up through her brows uh, and through her bra and around her neck. There was a shaft that a five-inch ice pick shaft jammed into her skull. And this wasn't committed by the Son of Sam. This was committed by the, organi- th- the organization. The organization. Yeah, that's fucked, man. Uh, what was that? What was the group or the individual killer's motive to do these such inhumane atrocities to this woman? Well, I have no idea what the motivation. I, I mean, if we don't, I mean, I, probably I, I Satanism. Well, I mean, why, why else right, we'll would just you? Say Satanism. It's probably Satanism. Well, okay, so this woman was a super, 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 super Christian. Okay, right. so you know how the Christian people would go to different places and try to convert you. Mm-hmm. Well, she discovered this particular cult, and this particular cult, she went there and she went there to try to convert them over and over. You know. Then her, she was like locked in. Yes. So, so she, yes, yeah, she tried to convert them over and over and over. Uh, they, you know, and she left. She went to school. Well, this cult went and tracked her down and mm-hmm. decided she was going to be That's of, of choice. That's so right. while she was at school and she went into the church, she was into the church a little too long and she okay. was locked in. Now, get this. Now, when she's locked in the in, in that church, she was locked in the church with the killer. Yeah, that's fucked up. The next morning, after all of what I told you, right, her body was found by the security guard. Now, the security guard, right, fingerprints didn't match anything. So they said, well, he's not the killer, you know. And so they saw that that the person had did all this to her and broke out through a window. Many years later, two thousand and. 17, I think it is. Mm-hmm. I think 2017. Yes. Because of DNA evidence, the security guard that found her, who they said his fingerprints didn't match, his DNA actually matched. <gasps> Whoa. What? And he was 72 years old or 73, something like that. And the police went to go pick his ass up. And guess what he did? What he did. Killed himself? He killed himself. Oh, blew, wow. Blew I figured. Wow. Right. And they got it all on camera, on their body cameras and everything. That's crazy. Oh, my yeah. goodness. You know, um, up. Right. So <laughs> there you go. Right. This is a sick-ass rabbit hole. It's Satanism. Oh, yeah. and mm-hmm. So if y'all learn anything from this show is not playing around with incantations. Right. Uh, rituals. Mm-hmm. No deals with the devil. For I know. Your it might, sake. I know. It might, uh, mainstream is trying to make this type of shit cool. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not cool at all. It's not. Stay away from it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So be careful what you play with. Right. Mm-hmm. And I and I brought the guy Raiden up for a reason, as well as artists up for a reason. This man is a multi millionaire, and they were able to get to him. This, he did. Yeah, this girl, this girl <laughs> leaves did. her state to go to another school. Yeah. And they were able to go and get her and the person who actually did it was the security at the school. So this is how high these cult things go up. Yeah. So when you hear about Bohemian Grove or whatever yeah. and these things, you guys kind of believe it. And if you know anyone in that area, you know, in that type of field, Probably it's best to walk the other way. Yeah. Don't go back. Right. So I want to say, you know, my name is J.H. And I'm your moderator, Trent A. Johnson. 
Anchorman Dave R. signing off. Amazon Jamencia. And we hope you guys have learned something today about David Borick. Berkowitz. 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 The son of Sam, you know. And until next time, man, we love you guys. We out. Brought to you by DSB Media. Would you like to advertise on the Urban Paranormal Podcast? Send us an email at urbanparanormal13 at gmail.com. Or if you just have a story to tell, send us an email. Help support the Urban Paranormal Podcast by sending your donations to dollar sign DSB Media on Cash App. That's dollar sign DSB Media on Cash App.